This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alik yawm al-Din. Allahumma laka alhamdu wa ilayka al-mushtaka wa bika thiqatu wa alayka al-tukulan wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyu al-azim. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdata min lisani yafqahu qawli. اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأنت تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين إن شاء الله تعالى This is a continuation of our regular tafsir class uh, We left off last week speaking about Prophet Ibrahim عليه السلام and how he ensured that his offspring, who were also prophets, Ismail and Ishaq, and their children, they carried on his legacy, they carried on his message, which was the message of Tawheed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after speaking about the Banu Israel, the Yahud, spoke about Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. Because Prophet Ibrahim, like we mentioned, is someone who is a central figure for all uh, faith and religions. And it is, uh, everyone claims to be a follower of Ibrahim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarified that Ibrahim was a Muslim and that his religion was Islam. And that no one has a claim on him unless they follow his way. And then Allah clarified what his way is That it was to call towards one uh, Rabb One worthy of worship Which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And to submit yourself fully Then Allah spoke about Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam And why he is held in such a high regard When Allah mentioned that uh, We chose him in this world And he is among the righteous in the hereafter so Allah mentions that Allah made him an imam imama. And how, why did Ibrahim deserve all this praise? Because of how much he submitted to Allah How Muslim he was And when Allah answers the question Why did Ibrahim get all of this? Allah summarizes it in one verse إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ and when his Lord said to him, submit, he said, I surrender myself to the Lord of the worlds. Every single challenge, every single commandment, everything Allah asked of Ibrahim, he did it. And we as believers are told to follow his way. To the point where as much as we are following Rasulullah Muhammad he is the only prophet we mention uh, as almost as much as Prophet Muhammad As we know in the Jum'ah when we read the salawat upon the Prophet Allahumma salli ala Muhammad kama salli ala man? Ala Ibrahim. In the tashahud we mention Ibrahim. When we wake up in the dua, asbahna ala dini nabiyina Muhammad wa ala millat abina Ibrahim. So we mention Ibrahim when we wake up. We mention Ibrahim in our prayer. We mention Ibrahim on the minbar because he uh, embodies two things which rev- our religion revolves around. Tawheed and Islam. Worship one Allah, the only one worthy of worship, and submit yourself to Allah through your actions. Then uh, we spoke about the verses where Ibrahim, not only was he focused on himself, but he was extremely uh, dedicated to the guidance of those that came after him. And he mentioned how at first when Allah mentions he is an imam, 
He says, وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي وَرَبَ مَا أَصْبِنْ So he's worried about his children. You learn from there, don't only think of yourself, think of those that are near you, those that are connected to you as well, and worry about their faith as well. And whatever challenges you must face today to ensure that their faith is saved, do so. Right. This is where the person has to start thinking about where they live, what society they are in, what, how am I preparing for my children to stay Muslims. Ibrahim السلام, who is a prophet, is doing everything he can. He is making dua all the time. Oh Allah, save my children. In Surah Ibrahim, وَجْنُوبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنْ نَعْبُدُ الْأَصْنَامِ Oh Allah, protect me and my children from the worships of, worship of idols. Here, uh, the first, when Allah gives him the imamah, Allah says, إِنِّي جَعَلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا I will make you an imam, O Ibrahim. He says, وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي And what about my offspring? And Allah tells him, لَا يَنَالُ عَهَدِ الظَّالِمِينَ Not all of them. Not all of your offspring will be good. And we know this, not every single person that his lineage goes to Prophet Ibrahim has been good. But those among them that are righteous, yes, we will make them imams as well. And from the top of those is Rasulullah Muhammad wasallam, who is from the progeny and from the offspring of Ibrahim wasallam. And then Allah speaks about Ibrahim building the Kaaba. Again, why is this so important in the context of Surah Al-Baqarah? The Prophet is now dealing with the Yahud and the Nasara. And the Yahud and the Nasara, they claim that they follow Prophet Ibrahim, but they want nothing to do with the Kaaba. Right? They don't regard it, they don't respect it. So, this shows you that their claim is incorrect. If you truly follow Ibrahim, then how come you have nothing to do with the Kaaba? If the one who built it, or rebuilt it like we spoke about. And again, showing you that Rasulullah Muhammad is more connected to Prophet Ibrahim than these two groups. He is a direct descendant, he is a follower, he is the one who revived his religion, and what the main connection between Rasulullah Ibrahim and Rasulullah Muhammad وسلم, other than the fact that he's his actual grand-grandchild, is there are many connections, including that Rasulullah Muhammad وسلم, looked like Prophet Ibrahim. He looked like Prophet Ibrahim. When he met him, who can tell me where he met him? In the Isra wal Mi'raj. When he met him, he realized that he looked a lot like his great-great-great-grandfather Ibrahim But the connection is when the Prophet told us, Ana da'watu Ibrahim. I am the dua of Ibrahim. Rasulullah Muhammad is literally the manifest of the dua of Ibrahim. Which dua is that? When him and his son Ismail were building the Kaaba, they said, Rabbana wabath fihim rasula. Oh Allah sent amongst the people of Mecca a messenger. And that messenger was Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So as this discussion is going on, Allah tells us about Prophet Ibrahim. Allah tells us that he um, ensured that his son Ismail and Ishaq stayed upon Tawheed and he asked them وَصَى بِهَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ بَنِيهِ وَيَعْقُوبُ and also Ya'qub which is his grandson to stay upon Tawheed and then Ya'qub himself Allah says أَمْ كُنْتُمْ شُهَدَاءَ إِذْ حَضَرِ عَقُوبَ الْمَوْتِ and were you present O Yahud because the Yahud claimed that Prophet Ya'qub was Jew was a Yahudi and he was from the, their religion and no 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 he was upon Islam and then Allah asked the question were you present when death came upon Yaqub? And he said to his children, What will he worship after me? Who are Yaqub's children? Yusuf, Binyamin, and the others. The eldest, which was called Yehuda. And this is one of the reasons the word Yehud, where did it come from? I mentioned this in my earlier classes as well. Where did the word Yehud come from? And what does it mean? There are many opinions. 
One of them is that it came from the word hudna ilayk, meaning coming back. Inna hudna ilayk. Oh Allah, we came back to you. Meaning after they worshipped the idol, they came back. And they repented. And this is where they got the term Yahud. Alladina hadu, alladina raja'u. Another opinion is here mean Yahuda. Uh, Yahuda was the eldest son of Yaqub. Yaqub has many sons. How many mentioned the Quran? Twelve. Among them, the eldest is Yahuda. And of course, one of the youngest is Binyamin, and the second youngest is Yusuf. And they were from a different uh, mother um, than the rest. And we know the story of Yusuf. So they say it is a. The word Yahud means they are the descendants of Yahuda, the eldest son of Yaqub, whose name was also Israel. Anyway, um, so Yaqub is telling his children, all of them, what will you worship after me? And what do they say? Na'abudu ilahaka wa ilaha abaika, Ibrahima wa Ismail wa Ishaq. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your Lord. And the Lord and the ilah of our forefathers, Ibrahim, Ismail, and Ishaq, ilahan wahida, one. So our ibadah, our worship is to one. This is, and now you look at the Yahud, and they are deifying their saints, and they are doing all of these shirkiyat. You look at the Nasara, look what's happening with the Trinity. So they didn't follow the way of the prophets, they deviated. Now, another misconception is that just because you are associated or connected to the prophets by way of lineage doesn't make you righteous. Remember what, when Ibrahim said, all of my children, Allah guide them, what did Allah say? لا ينال عهدي الظالمين So Allah is teaching us in the following verse, تِلْكَ أُمَّةٌ قَدْ خَلَدْ Remember, those prophets and those messengers, and they are gone. لَهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ They have earned what they have worked for. وَلَكُمْ مَا كَسَبْتُمْ And to you is what you work for. And you will not be asked about what they have done. So in that verse we learned that to each his own. So worry about yourself and your ibadah. Now, to, tonight inshallah, that's just a recap of, of, uh, of last uh, week's lesson. Uh, we start with قوله تعالى وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا أَوْ نَصَارَى تَهْتَدُوا So, in this verse, ikhwani fillah, وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا أَوْ نَصَارَى The Yehud and the Nasara are speaking. And they said, Kunuhudan, become among the Yehud. Follow this faith. Aw Nasara, and the Nasara said, become Nasara. Why? Tahtadu, you will be guided. Become a Christian, or follow the religion of the, of the Jewish faith, and you will be guided. Allah mentions them together. They said, either be a Yehudi or a Nasrani. That doesn't mean that they're on the same team. The Yehud and the Nasara are not on the same team. In fact, they reject each other. And Allah mentions, وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ لَيْسَتِ النَّصَارَ عَلَى شَيْءٍ وَقَالَتِ النَّصَارَ لَيْسَتِ الْيَهُودُ عَلَى شَيْءٍ The Yehud said the Nasara are wrong and they're not upon nothing. And the Nasara said the Yehud are wrong they're upon nothing. So in this verse, it doesn't mean that they collectively said, be a Yehudi or Nasrani and you will be saved. No, each one is calling towards their own. The Yehud are saying, be Yehud and the Nasara are saying, be Nasara. Why? تَهْتَدُوا You will be guided. This is a claim. They're claiming that they have guidance. What does Allah say subhanahu wa ta'ala? قُلْ Say, O Muhammad. بَلْ رَادَرْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا The religion of Ibrahim, Hanifa, which is upright and away from shirk. وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And Ibrahim was not among those who do shirk. Meaning what? 
you are in shirk. And the right way can never be shirk. So we are upon the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So, the Yehud and the Nasara are saying, follow our way, tahtadu. We say to them, قُلْ بَلْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And he was not among the mushriks. The word mushrik, it means one that associates partners with Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? If you worship other than Allah, you have fallen to shirk. Now, a, what is a kafir? A kafir is someone that rejects the truth. The word kafara literally means to cover something up. Right? And I find that very interesting. Kafar, cover. To cover something. Kafar, and you'll find that many words in the English language are very similar to the words in the Arabic language. And in fact, someone compiled the words in the English language that have their roots from Arabic, and Allah knows best. And you'll find many of those, right, to cover something up. And a So what does the kafir do? They cover up the truth by way of rejecting, right? They cover up the truth by way of rejecting. So those that reject the truth from the prophets, from the people of Haq, after it came to them, they are kafar, right? They covered up the truth and they rejected it. Are they also mushriks? The word mushrik is usually used, most of the time used for the one that worships besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what about the one that doesn't worship anything? Like the mulhid of the atheist. What about the person that uh, follows their own desires and doesn't live a religious? Are they also mushrikeen? The answer is the word mushrik can be used for them as well. How is that possible? Because innahum ya'buduna shaytan. They are worshipping the shaytan. How are they worshipping the shaytan? When Ibrahim alayhi salam said to his father, Ya abati la ta'abudi shaytan. Oh my father, do not worship the shaytan. Was Azar in a devil worshipper? Was he a Satanist? No, he wasn't. He was an idol worshipper. So why would Ibrahim alayhi salam say to his father, La ta'abudi shaytan. لِأَنَّ كُلُّ مَنْ خَالَفَ الْحَقِّ فَقَدْ عَبَدَ الشَّيْطَانِ Everyone that goes against the truth is worshipping the shaytan by way of obedience. By way of obedience. This is the ta'a of the shaytan. So, those that follow their own desires, refuse to follow the haqq, refuse to worship Allah Almighty, they are in fact worshipping the shaytan. Maybe not directly, but through obeying him and his way. Because who started this path of disobeying the Almighty? Shaytan. And what is his sole purpose? To deviate humanity. And if you follow him in that, and allow him to do that to you, فَكَانَ عَبَدْتَهُ Right? So this term can be used for both. Although technically, shirk means to associate partners with Allah, but this, it can be used for both. Um, where was I? وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ And Ibrahim was never among the mushriks. How can he be when he is Abu Tawheed, the father of Tawheed? He is the one who called to us Tawheed all of his life. All of these challenges that he faced was regarding Tawheed. Uh, so, now the Yehud and the Nasara are saying, Become one of us, you will be guided. What does, what does Allah tell us? And that which has been revealed, to us, 
وما أنزل أن دعوة فمن ريفيلت إلى إبراهيم أبان إبراهيم وإسماعيل أن إسماعيل وإسحاق أن إسحاق ويعقوب أن يعقوب والأسباط أن his grand their grandsons as the asbat are the children uh, is referring to the, ch- the twelve children of Yaqub they are called the asbat the word asbat comes from sibt what is a sibt in the Arabic language a sibt is the child of your daughter the child of your daughter in that case who is the sibt of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Hassan and Hussein they are the asbat of our prophet, prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh, so that's what sift means. But in this context, it's referring to the children of, uh, of Yaqub. And we believe. Remember at the, the beginning of the verse, say we believe. So we believe in that which has been revealed upon us and that which has been revealed upon all these messengers Ibrahim, Ismail, Ishaq, Yaqub, and Asbat. And we also believe that which has been given to Musa. Who can tell me what that is? What's been given to Musa? The Torah. What's been given to Isa, which is what? The Injil. وَمَا أُوتِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ And that which have been revealed upon the, the prophets مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ from their Lord لَا نُفَرِّقَ بَيْنَ أَحَدٍ مِنْهُمْ We make no distinction between them وَنَحْنُ and we as the Muslims لَهُ to Allah alone مُسْلِمُونَ We have submitted This is our faith You're telling us Join Yehudiyah, join Nasraniyah We have to tell you what you should be joining What the haq is The way of all these prophets Allah is teaching us here what our faith is. This verse has summarized our faith. We believe in that which has been revealed upon us and that which has been revealed upon Ibrahim and Ismail and Ishaq and Yaqub. What this is teaching you, Ikhwani Fillah, is that your faith, your religion, is something that has been continuing for uh, uh, centuries and centuries and Allah and, and, uh, what I'm looking for. And millennia, it's, it's that which has come from all the prophets. This is what Islam is. You have people deviating from this path all the time. Splinters deviating from the path to one way or another. But the haq is the haq. Oh Allah, guide us to the haq, to the Sirat al-Mustaqeem. This is the Sirat al-Mustaqeem. That which has been upon the Prophets, all of these Prophets. Tayyib. Um, what's interesting is you have a similar verse like this in Al-Imran. But there is slight differences. And I find that that's very interesting. Here Allah says, Qulu amanna billah. Say, O Muslims, all of you, say, all of you, amanna billah. In Surah Al-Imran, you'll find, قُلْ قُلْ amanna billah. Say, you believe in Allah. What's the difference between قُلُوا and قُلْ? قُلُوا, Allah is speaking to the Ummah, to the Muslims. In Surah Al-Imran, Allah is speaking to the Prophet directly. Say. And then, in this verse, we say, وَمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْنَا And that which has been revealed to us. In the verse in Al-Imran, it's, وَمَا أُنزِلَ and that which has been revealed upon us And that is talking about um, Prophet Muhammad وسلم, The prophets directly receiving revelation علينا, The prophet speaking about himself and the prophets But when we say, we say إلينا, That which has been revealed to us By means of the messengers um, And then all of these same prophets are mentioned and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا أُوتِيَ مُوسَىٰ وَعِيسَىٰ وَمَا أُوتِيَ نَبِيُّونَ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ لَا نُفَرِّقَ بَيْنَ أَحَدِ مِنْهُمْ So we don't distinguish between all the, any of the messengers. That's one of the defining traits of our faith, Ikhwan Fillah. Think about this. You look at the Yahud, they reject Isa alayhi salam. They reject him. You look at the Nasara, they reject Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And in fact, their belief about the messengers and prophets is corrupted. If you read the scriptures, you will find that 
the prophets that they describe, they are not the same prophets as we, as we learn about in the Quran. We learn about the prophets that are uh, um, the, the best of mankind, right? the most virtuous of mankind. Right? And when you hear the way they describe Prophet Lut alayhi salam, or they describe other messengers, it is definitely not the haqq that came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, uh, I remember one time I had a discussion with a, uh, a Christian sister And uh, she, she, we were talking about our faiths And I just asked her one question I said, what, what is a prophet? And they said, they are people that have been inspired by God And they are the best among us And they're sent, etc. Correct? I was like, should they be the best of us or the worst of us? She said, the best of us I told her, tell me about Lot Lot Do you know about him? Yes What does the Bible say about him? She got quiet. She said, I don't want to talk about that. It makes me uncomfortable. I was like, well, it doesn't make me uncomfortable when I talk about Lut. I would love to tell you about Lut because his story is amazing and he's a great prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that just shows you, that there's something wrong with their faith. It's not... Uh, she knew, she didn't want to continue that conversation because uh, the way they describe some of the messengers is not... People that should be followed, like the things that have been. That, so it's it shows you, Ikhwani Fillah, that the tariqah of the Anbiya is preserved in Islam. The tariqah of the Anbiya is preserved in Islam. No other faith has preserved it. Tayyib. Um, we mentioned what Al Asbat is, wa ma'utiya Musa wa Isa, wa ma'utiya Nabiyuna min Rabbihim. So as Muslims, we don't separate between the prophets and we don't exaggerate with them either. This is the defining trait of Islam, wasatiya, i'tidal, right? Look at, for example, Isa alayhi salam. We say he is a messenger of Allah, right? So, the Yehud say he is not a messenger of Allah. We say he is. The Nasara say he is the son of God. We say no, he isn't. This is the, the wasatiyah, the balanced view of Islam. وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ And we submit to Allah alone. وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ Later we'll come to a verse that's saying, وَنَحْنُ لَهُ عَابِدُونَ and then finally we come across by saying وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُخْلِصُونَ وَنَحْنُ لَهُ What's interesting is if, if you wanted to say we submit to Allah you, you could have said وَنَحْنُ مُسْلِمِينَ لَهُ وَنَحْنُ مُسْلِمِينَ لَهُ But وَنَحْنُ لَهُ When you bring forward the word لَهُ it means exclusively only we only submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that shows you, Ikhwani Fillah, and also, in the beginning of the ayah, faith was mentioned. Qulu say, amanna, we believe, believe in our hearts, in that which has been revealed. At the end of the ayah, wa nahnu lahu muslimun, and we are submitting to Allah with our actions. So these two go hand in hand. What you believe should be manifested in your, in your actions. Tayyip. Now that we have laid, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has laid down what they should be believing in. What did the Yehud and Nasara say? Believe, be among the Yehud and the Nasara, you will be guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered them, no, rather you say, This is what you should be believing in. This is Islam, this is the truth, this is the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Then Allah tells us, If they believe, if the Yehud and the Nasara believe, In, some, in the same thing that you have believed, then they indeed have been guided. Forget their story of guidance being joining the Yehud of the Nasara. No. If they believe in what we just mentioned, this is what true guidance is. So if they believe, in the like of that, that you have believed it, which is what? 
that which has been revealed by the prophets, all of Ibrahim, Ismail, Ishaq, right? If they believe in all of that, they have been guided. And if they turn away, then they are only in opposition, in opposition of the truth, in opposition of the prophets, in opposition of Ibrahim, whom they claim to follow. They are not upon his way, rather they are upon their own way. They are upon a shiqaq, another way. Shaq, something, shaq means the side, to the side. Right? Uh, if you read the hadith that mentioned the Prophet Wasallam's ghusl, he would start from his right side, right? So it means they went to the side. They're not upon this path anymore, they deviated. They are upon deviation. They went to the side of the truth. They are in opposition of the truth. طيب. So then Allah says to Rasulullah Wasallam, O Muhammad, Allah will be sufficient for you against them. They have left the truth, but don't worry about them. فَسَيَكْفِيكَهُمُ Allah will be sufficient for you against them. وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ And Allah is the all-hearing. Al-Alim, the all-knower. This ayah, it uh, became mushkil um, for, to some ulama. When they are explaining it, not mushkil. I mean, like there is, a, there is a word in here that might result in the wrong meaning. And that is the word mithil. mithil. فَإِنْ آمَنُوا If they believe. بِمِثْلِ The word mithil means something similar. If I say, Fulan mithla fulan. Fulan is similar to fulan. Right? That's what it means. Mithl means similar. This is why when we say, when we say about Allah, so we say, wala mithla lahu. And there's nothing like Allah. Lays like a mithlihi shay. There's nothing similar to Allah. Right? Similar. Similarity. So, fa'in amannu, if they, the Yehud and the Nasara believe, be mithli in something similar to that which you have believed in, then that is, then they have been guided. Is there something similar to Islam? Is there something similar to Islam that they can believe in? هل هناك مثل للإسلام? لا. ليس للإسلام مثل. There's nothing similar to it. So it can't mean, because one could interpret and say, you know what, fair enough. The Quran tells us we should believe in something similar. Christianity is similar to Islam. It's all good. And this is not what this verse means. So then, what is the similarity here? The ulama, they say, you have to look at the word ma, bimithli ma, hadil ma mazdariya, ay bimithli imanikum. If they believe similar to your belief, if they have an iman similar to your iman, and what is your iman again? What has been revealed upon the Prophet, etc. Does that make sense? So what's being similar here is the faith itself. So for example, let your faith be similar to your faith, be similar to your faith. That doesn't mean that we're believing in three different things. We all believe in Allah and the Prophet and the Messengers. Does that make sense? So this is what it's referring to. So the word mithil here, is the similarity here is Allah يمثل إيمان الصحابة فيقول If they have the same iman as your iman, then they are guided. Does that make sense? طيب. And Allah is the Sami'u Al-Alim. Allah is the all-hearing and the all-seeing. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what, do you, what has just been described. The iman that has just, just been described. The way of Ibrahim that has just been described. The haqq that has just been described is Sibratallah. So Allah says Qawlu ta'ala فَسَيَكْفِيكَهُمُ اللَّهُ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ سِبْغَةَ اللَّهِ It is the sibgha of Allah. The sibgha of Allah. Now what is sibgha? And Allah says, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ مِنَ اللَّهِ سِبْغَةَ And which sibgha can be better than the one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The word sibgha, it means to 
literally color something. To color something. And the ulama discussed the fiqh issue of are we allowed to color our beards and our hair when it turns white? Sabr as-sawad. Talk about uh, coloring it black. Right? Is it allowed or not allowed? And the word sibr is to color something. Right? And it is to completely color it and then it changes from one way to another. What happens when you want to well, let's say I want to, this, this jacket I'm wearing, I want to change it to red and I have red paint. I have to completely dip it in red. And when it comes out, it is changed from what it was to something different, right? طيب. Allah is saying that the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you accept it, when you believe in it, when you have the iman that has just been described, it changes you. Just like when you put a cloth and you do sibra with it, it completely changes. This religion should change you. It should change you. It should, and how does the change come? Through immersion. Thus, you should immerse yourself in the deen. Follow it. Act upon it. Call towards it. All of this. This is what sibra is. So this religion is the sibra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is, and some ulama, they say the sibra is referring to the fitrah. This is the fitrah of Allah, that which has been imprinted in us, that which we come naturally to, that which when we adopt, we are upon the haqq. And some say it is referring to the deen of Allah, but the word sibra, lughatan, is to color something completely. Now, what's interesting is, uh, the scholars of tafsir, they mention this verse in relation to something that the Christians do, Right? They dip the child in water, right? It's called a ta'amid or al-umudiyya. It's called baptism. Baptism. Why do they do this? They believe that when the child is put into this quote-unquote holy water, that it will cleanse the child. It will make the child a proper Catholic or a proper Christian, right? This is their version of the sibah. Now what you're learning here is a few things. Number one, if you want someone to be immersed in the deen and upon the truth, then it's not about what you touch with your body. You can put water on yourself all day long, but it happens here. It happens with iman. It, the true sibra is your iman, not the dipping of the water. It is the accepting of the deen, not the superficial things that you're doing to your body. The other thing is, rather than dipping it in water, Dip yourself in the deen of Allah. This is what's being mentioned here. And uh, it was some of the Sahaba in the tafsir of this, like Imam Dabri mentions, he mentions that this ayah is referring or refuting the concept that one can become guided through these type of means. No, the only true guidance is Sibratullah. It is to dip yourself, immerse yourself completely in the acceptance of the faith. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُوا and is there any religion that is better than the one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And now, how do we do this sibra? How do we imprint this, the haqq into us? How do we immerse ourselves? And Him alone we worship. And Him alone we worship. Allah alone we worship. These ayats, they are teaching us about, like, Ibad is mentioned. Earlier, Islam is mentioned. And Islam is, we mentioned last week, Iman and Islam and difference. That 
if you truly want to be someone that is guided, you've got to put the work in. You can't just sit and think guidance will come to you. You can't just sit and think your iman will increase. Rather, wallah, your iman will decrease. If you want to be someone that is guided, someone that is upon the truth, then you have to do ibadah. You have to do, you have to actually uh, work on yourself. And this is how you uh, will gain more iman. And this is how you will stay upon the Hanifi of Ibrahim. And this is how you will stay upon the path of the Prophets. One more time. فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ If the Yehud and the Nasara, who just said, become one of us and you'll be guided, and Allah answered them, no true guidance is in following the way of the Prophet that came before. If they follow that which you follow, and believe that which you believe, and have an iman similar to yours, then they will be guided. And if you turn away, then O Muhammad, Allah is sufficient for you against them. And Allah mentions that he is the all-hearing, so he hears what they're saying, and Al-Alim, he knows what they are doing. And Allah mentions that the deen of Allah is sibghat Allah, wa man ahsan min Allah sibghat, wa nahnu lahu abidun. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the question, and tells, tells the Prophet to ask this question. Qul and say to them, say to the Yehud al-Nasara. Because in the beginning they made a claim. What did they say? Kunu hud al-Nasara tahtadu. Become one of the Yehud and the Nasara, you'll be guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qul say to them, Atuhajunana fillah, wa huwa rabbuna. Are you discussing, arguing, disputing against us about Allah? You? You who refused to follow the Prophets? You who even killed some of the Prophets? You who made Musa say, My people have harmed me. You who claim divinity to Isa are arguing to us about Allah? And then we say, Allah says, وَهُوَ رَبُّنَا وَرَبُّكُمْ And Allah is our Lord and your Lord. وَلَنَا أَعْمَالُنَا وَلَكُمْ أَعْمَالُكُمْ And to you are your actions and to us are our actions. But the difference between our actions and your actions is what? وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُخْلِصُونَ And we are only sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, we are only sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our ibadah is sincere to Him. Our following is sincere to Him. We are people of Islam in the verse, وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ We are people of ibadah in the following verse, وَنَحْنُ لَهُ عَابِدُونَ We are people of ikhlas and sincerity, وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُخْلِصُونَ These ayat, ikhwani fillah, they are meant to teach you the difference between the way of the haqq and the batil. We can all claim that we are upon the haqq, but the haqq has been laid out. The haqq is the way of the prophets, the way of the anbiya, and they have defining traits. Among them, ikhlas al-ibadah lillah. Two, mutaba'atul anbiya. Three, al-istislamu lillahi wal-inqiyadu lahu. And three, ikhlas al-ibadah lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Four. So, these are the traits that I've mentioned. Number one is what? That uh, it is that we are surrendering and submitting ourselves to Allah alone. Islam, we are true Muslims. Two, that we single out our ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three, our ibadah is sincere to Him. And four, we follow the messengers. This is our way. We don't deny any of them. In fact, what did we say? We do not do distinction between the messengers like the Yehud and the Nasara do. These ayats, they teach us that we are the true followers of the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam and that Ibrahim was a Muslim. Muslim. Hanifan Muslima. There's another verse. Uh, that when, when the Yehud and Nasara claimed that Ibrahim was among them, 
uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks a question. First of all, Allah clearly says, مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًا وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا Ibrahim wasn't a Yehudi and he wasn't a Nasrani, he was a Hanif and a Muslim. Now, another verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Torah and Injil was revealed after him. Do you not have intellect? The Torah and the Injil came after Ibrahim. How is he going to be a Yehudi? How is he going to be a Nasrani? Do you not have any intellect? Ibrahim was upon the, the way of Islam. And so was Musa, and so was Isa, and so were their followers. I include here, inshallah ta'ala, this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.